TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Major, major sports news while you may have been asleep. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Yoshinobu Yamamoto is a Dodger. You know, we probably should have seen this coming when he was sitting next to Shohei Otani at the Rams game last night. However, the Yankees, the Mets, your Philadelphia Phillies, there were a lot of other teams who thought they really were in the bidding here on Yamamoto. He's a 25-year-old pitcher who is the equivalent of a three-time Cy Young winner in Japan who now is going to be playing in Major League Baseball. And... Everyone was whining and dining him. Everything was coming out positive about the Yankees. You had uh, Hideki Matsui apparently uh, put some video together and tried to tell him how great the New York Yankees are. But no, it is the Los Angeles Dodgers that land Yamamoto. They've now got Otani and Yamamoto, the two biggest Japanese stars on the planet. They have over a billion dollars committed to both of those guys. But of course, we know with Otani... The contract has $680 million of deferments. To me, this feels like cheating. It feels like the Dodgers and Otani together have conspired to just blow the rest of Major League Baseball out of the water. And you are now the evil empire, Dodgers, so get used to it. Yeah, I don't feel that way at all. There's something about the way the Dodgers approach all this. They don't feel evil. You know, they are... they're arguably one of two or three showcase franchises in MLB. They should be out there being aggressive, and they should be getting these guys. The L.A. Dodgers, for gosh sake. I want them to spend aggressively. I want them to have superstars. The other thing, too, is everyone knows you can't buy a World Series title. Yes, they have all this talent now, but are you betting on them? Are you guaranteeing anything? And they're still going to have to see the Braves at some point, my Phillies, Maybe uh, who knows the Astros and the there's a lot of great teams out there. So the yeah, other thing Padres. too, like I don't think that the average baseball fan should feel frustrated because we know that it's still going to be a great competition. And the funny thing is, look who was in the World Series: the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, and they weren't out. I mean, the Rangers did spend a lot, but they didn't outspend anybody. So baseball is a funny sport in that sense. That you know, as a fact, you cannot buy a World Series ring. Okay, but this is where you and I are really going to disagree because I think, and I said this at the time when they signed Shohei. You have to win multiple World Series for this to be considered a success. I'm not talking about the pencil pushers and the accounting department that gets to cash in on all the Otani endorsements. That's not what I'm talking about. I could care less if the Dodgers make more money off of this. I'm talking about success on the baseball diamond. You pull this kind of move, especially with the $680 million of deferments. Again, I keep bringing it up because it was unprecedented. 
But you pull that kind of move, you pull that kind of oopsie-doop on everyone else in Major League Baseball, if you don't have multiple World Series, what are you doing? You're saying, Perloff, it's always a crapshoot when you get to the postseason. You can't use that excuse if you're the Dodgers. You cannot. Is this even... Okay, I know they got Yamamoto and Otani, but is this even a particularly star-studded Dodgers team? I mean, oh my like, goodness! They remember they had they had Seager and Bellinger and, and Clayton Kershaw at his peak. I mean, this is—I I don't know that. First of all, the Dodgers are not exactly what they were when they won the World Series. They had superstars at every position then. Now they're—they're they they're a little bit top-heavy. Don't forget, not just on top of, of course, the names you know, like the Mookie Betts and like Freddie Freeman and all that. They traded for Tyler Glass now, and then they paid him. Yeah, they but this keep is... going and going. There's no end here. Yeah, I I know, but the, again, they're a li- I, I argued with this uh, with EJ. They're a bit top heavy. Once you get through the, once you get through, who cares? Bats and Shohei. <laughs> you get through Bats, Shohei, and, and maybe Freddie Freeman. Up. Yeah, yeah, but Will Smith's a catcher. I honestly, I I have a strategy to beat the Dodgers. They don't terrify me because they have they have some sluggers at the top, but they're not like the Braves who have go nine deep with guys who are going to just murder you. Oh my goodness! It's like there was a time. Remember, this is a team that had Seager and Bellinger and all these guys and Walker Buehler and Dustin May coming up. This Dodge, there's a reason the Dodgers have to spend because they they haven't been able to qu- develop quite as much as they had been a little earlier. Well, they still have Bueller. I mean, he might have been hurt in the off in the, during the postseason, but they still have these guys. And if they're healthy, they're going to be unreal. Uh, it's well, yeah. I mean, they they're going to win 108 games. They have to win multiple World Series now for this to be a success. Mm. If you want to spend like that, the expectations go up as the payroll goes but up. They have That's been how spending, this works. They have been spending like that. They have had the biggest payroll, and nobody has really killed them for not winning. They should be killing them. Like, And now, I, I'm telling you, this Otani contract, and now with the Yamamoto, it has changed things because... This is, you know, people hated the Yankees for a variety of reasons. Of course, because they were successful, but also because there was an arrogance about the Yankees. I don't know if there's an arrogance about the Dodger fan, but to say that you don't, like, expect to win after you do all of this, why are we even taking out the baseball bats and the balls if it's just okay to pat yourself on the back to make the postseason? That's no longer good enough for the Dodgers. Okay, say they win 110 games and lose in the NLCS. Failure. Yeah, maybe, but are you really going to get up in arms about that? I am right now. <laughs> You're watching me. It, it's not New York. It, it's L.A., and listen, Dodgers are looking at the big game. They have 10 years to win World Series with Shoei here. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. I'll tell you, Perloff can explain away anything for anybody. I can't wait until... If there is the day when I eventually commit a crime, I cannot wait for Perloff to be my defense attorney. Like, ladies and gentlemen, the jury, it was Thursday. You have to remember, too. What was she going to (laughs) do? You have to understand. It was cloudy outside. Of course she was going to rob that bank. I'm in a good mood because I get to see the Mets fans in my life suffer. That is as good as a Philadelphia win. I'm telling you, you guys think he's McLovin, this nice guy. No, no, no. He's a Caton. Oh, how did we just stumble on that now? Keith is in California. Good morning, Keith. How are you? Keith, how you doing, dude? 
Oh, Keith, I got to put you on hold, pal. He's a Giants fan. He's probably mad like you. <laughs> He's probably just like, there's steam coming out of his ears right now. So, right, and yeah. the Giants are the new Miami Hurricanes. They seem to get in the mix on a lot of these guys, and they're not there. Oh, man, you're taking a sideswipe at EJ while he's on the phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's a bummer for the Giants, too. Did you did you catch that one, or were you busy not, screening yeah. a phone? Oh, I said uh, the, the San Francisco Giants are the new Miami Hurricanes. All the free agents visit there, and now uh, they have not landed oh, the big Jesus. fish. Well, you're right about that. I mean, it's sad, but... Well, look, EJ Miami, was in a good mood yesterday. Yeah, look, we had the number three recruiting class in the country. Put some yeah. respect on yeah. Miami today. I'm sure a lot of those guys will finish their career down there. Okay. <laughs> well, nobody finishes their career anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, picking on Miami now? I was going to say, uh, Rich is in Chicago, wants to weigh in on the Dodgers, the... It's, we need a new name for super team because this is like beyond. This is this is the global super team. Rich, what's up, dude? Hey, I wanted to uh, to comment on the reaction here in uh, in uh, Cubland about what the Dodgers have done. It's been very interesting, and I'm not a diehard Cubs fan, so I have no no real dog in the fight. Okay, here, but... what's the deal in Chicago? I'm sorry. What's what's going on in Chicago? What's the what what's the vibe? Well, here's. Here's here's the drill. I'll start it off with uh, uh, you, you, picking up Yamamoto. The reaction here is much the same as it was when Admiral Yamamoto uh, surprised Pearl Harbor. He was the mastermind of the Japanese Navy, so that was wow. some clown. Un- made that all joke. right, Un- unfortunate uh, you know connection there, but it has nothing to do with the current guy. No, I know it was a joke that they yeah. was is the Cub fans have to have something to, to laugh about. Uh, I think it's the front office that's demonstrative of Chicago's third largest market, as everybody knows, but they don't spend money. Ricketts has the money. Yeah. They don't spend They can't keep Bellinger. They even trotted out Suzuki to try to get Otani. And there was talk in this town about Otani was in the Cub wheelhouse as yep. being a final. And it's all fluff. You know, Rich, I always thought that was a little bit suspect. Um, and, Rich, appreciate your phone call, man. And, and we have Carlos here, who's our Cubs fan, too, is on our board today. And I'm curious to get his thoughts as well. But you had, like, the Cubs and the Toronto Blue Jays. Remember? Those were the two teams. <laughs> yeah. It was like, all right, New York and L.A. And then the Cubs Toronto. And, and Toronto. Yeah. And, again, I'll go to – I think Rich was making a good point. I bet Carlos would agree with it. Chicago kind of raised an eyebrow because who are they paying for lately? Yeah, the most that we paid for was shelling out a contract to Dansby Swanson. Like yeah. we're 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 a big market team, but it's almost like Tampa feeling. Like they're not, they're wow. the putting, wow. the purse strings are really really tight. The Ricketts family's gotten a lot of criticism for the last couple of years. Cubs fans are irate. They're yeah. waiting for the big splash. Our big offseason move was hiring a manager, yeah. and and paying him eighty million dollars a year. As a Cubs fan, I'm furious. Perloff, I said this during the break with you. I was indifferent to the Dodgers before this morning, and as going forward, I officially hate the Dodgers because they're doing what I think every other major market team should and wants to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like Cohen and, and the Mets, they want to lure the big fish in. They're not getting them. The Yankees, they offered $300 million. Yep. They're not getting them. The Dodgers are not only getting these people, but they're paying $680 million after Yamamoto and Otani are done. This yeah. is ridiculous what Wait, the team is doing. But, Carlos, I thought you were like me, though, because you've won a championship in your lifetime with the Cubs, and you have that one under your belt, unlike Maggie and EJ, who don't know that experience well, at all. Well, the Mets have won. We just, I was three, and EJ wasn't alive. Yeah, that's, right. that's my point. <laughs> that's but unfortunate. Honestly, I thought the Cubs fans, aren't they, you can't live off that 2016 no, we're, we're anymore? Well, yeah, see, Carlos stumbled it. on something there. Well, not stumbled. You brought up a great point, and I was thinking about just zoom out. 
it's unbelievable your team wins a title. It's a, it's incredible. It lives forever. You'll have those memories for the rest of your life. But it is so painful when the back end of that happens and the team has to sell off the pieces or doesn't re-sign guys or it's like... I don't think so. I think that's what Cubs fans... It's like when your mm. franchise is still dining out on a championship that now happened... That core was young. Happened seven years ago. But I know, everyone, but that's, every, again, Everyone thought seven that core years was going to be forever. They had yeah. Javi Baez when he was young, Chris yeah. Bryant before the injuries, Anthony Rizzo, a healthy Anthony Rizzo. That team was supposed to be the the up-and-coming Cubs team that won a year early. They were supposed to have a three-, four-year window, and it was shut almost immediately. But I don't think the pain is the same as Maggie's describing. Because, like, the Rams, they sold out to win that one Super Bowl. I I think it's a nice surprise that the Rams are good again, but there's not a lot of pressure on the Rams. The fan base is still fine. I think you can dine out for... 15 years. Well, like, yeah, how long do you have after a title that you I, just, I, like, you're, the franchise can do anything and you have to be like, but we did get a title. I think maybe 20 years ago is different. Now the attention span of everybody is so much shorter mm. in 2023. Yeah. So this idea, look, there are people, Cubs fans, who were suffering 80, 90 years, some of them 100 years old, never saw a World Series, and then they got a World Series ring. But some of these folks, it's like, all right, well, now we're on to the next thing. And it's like, wait, I want to see the Cubs win again. Like, the whole idea that you can just like do something four or five six years ago, mm. people are going to live on that. is it's it's in every industry. It doesn't it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. But I got to tell you, it's good Eagles commentary fans, on society. Yeah, Eagles fans were not as mad about losing the Chiefs because they had that ring from seventeen. Okay, but yeah, it, but they also it, got in. They it, had a chance to get in. You're back too. in the Super Bowl. It's not like you know they decided to. Get right, cheap with everybody. So you're saying when you they just keep totally reinventing collapse. themselves, you know, yeah, yeah. in the World Series in what 2015, like like that feels like 50 years ago to me. Okay, so he, tell me if you think another thing has changed a little bit with sports, and it almost feels like one-time champions. It's like there's something about being a one-time champ. It's like congratulations, and like listen, I'd love to feel what that is like to be a one-time champ, even with my football team, but. It's almost like you're only – not that you're a fluke, but, like, you're just a one-time Your champ. transcendence only lasts in your city. Well, I mean, look at but, the NBA. That's the new thing. I mean, five straight different champions. I think Milwaukee could end up being a one-time champ. Denver could end up being a one-time champ. I think it's fine. What's wrong with being a one-time champ? You can live – I think you can live off it longer than you guys think. I think you're not memorable. Who who remembers – no way – everybody, when we talk about the Dallas Mavericks beating the Miami Heat, what do we talk about? We talk the, about LeBron choking. We don't no, talk, we don't I think talk that, about – I mean, that was a Dirk got a lot of love. No, Dirk got a lot of love. No, today, people still, like, when they talk about that that finals, people say, oh, Dirk was amazing. No, it's like, oh, we're talking about LeBron and GOAT conversations. I, How could he lose that two in 2011 uh, Maybe it's finals? just because LeBron's still playing. But no, I, I think it's I a think, basketball I thing. I think Dirk got a coordination on that one because of Dirk. I right, think we remember him winning that one more than LeBron the bigger story was – LeBron's no, choke. because LeBron won the next two. No, that year, that year, and then when we still talk about conversations about LeBron with the finals, it's always about him failing in that moment. I I don't see it that way at all because they won the next two seasons. They won the titles. That was a new dream. Yeah, right. But Dallas, they didn't make the. I think they made the playoffs the next year, and then they didn't make the playoffs the next two or three years after that. Right? I remember it as Dirk won the MVP, and the Mavericks were constantly disappointing. Then they won that at the end, and Jason Terry was a great feel good story. It was like a validation of it was a validation of a little bit. Yeah, I you could I understand what you're saying completely, but I feel like I remember that as a Mavericks great you team. know. But I think what EJ is just got to it there. It's a basketball thing. I think in the NFL, you can still be a one-time champion, and it will be memorable. Like if it, I know they did it, but the, if the Cincinnati Bengals had beaten the Rams, like that lives forever, right? But wait, the Heat. Maybe the, the Rams will live forever. 
Uh, yeah, but okay. in basketball, like those that Toronto Raptors right. team that randomly won with Kawhi, like is that going to be remembered? I mean, does anybody? And I, I go, with, I go to baseball. Does anybody remember the Royals? No. Well, I mean, that well, Royals, that's you and I do. I, that was <laughs> a right. Point but for besides baseball. us and the Kansas City people, nobody. Well, Kansas City though went to back to back World Series, so. and I still think they're irrelevant. Yeah, that, baseball. That, that team, Baseball was starting to lose its grip on the American attention right around 2015 when this all happened. But I, I think that the Dwayne Wade Shaq was a kind of a one-off in a sense, and that team was very memorable. I know they won with LeBron came, but yeah, that, well, probably because of Shaq winning without Kobe. That was Dwayne Wade really getting onto the yeah, national that, that stage. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a new way. That was a very exciting team. Yeah, and Pat Riley was the coach. That's like a little bit of a they fired their Wait. coach of the year mid-season. It was very that was a little bit. How about different. um? Paul Pierce's Celtics. They only won one. Yeah, that's, that's probably, a very memorable. That's team. the probably the but best example. It. If you but but you, if you didn't have all the iconic championships of the Celtics in the eighties, like if they weren't already yeah. an iconic franchise, does one random one? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I and also they had, a, the Celtics. they had a lot of star power. You know what? Which one? How about the the Dodgers winning a pandemic World Series? That is a one off. Well, I mean, I, that's an ass. A lot of people don't count that one at all. 60 yeah. games, guys. Come on. We're all baseball fans. I think you that's know. part of the hate, too. It's like, you know, that was me this morning. I, I woke up this morning. I was trying to just kind of rationalize this whole thing. My first thought was, this is all Mookie Betts and the freaking Red Sox fault. Yeah. Because the Red Sox gave him away for nothing, and this started this whole thing. <laughs> but the other thing I thought was, these guys, I hate keep, keep hearing Shohei Otani. Well, you know, the Dodger and their winning culture. And then now it's Yamamoto. Apparently, he was driven by the winning culture. What winning culture? They haven't won jack. They won a, a fake World Series in a 60-game season. And then the last World Series they won was 1988. All they've done is choke in the big moment. And we're talking about Dodger culture and them being some big-time franchise that wins big World Series and the championship stuff. Mm. Get that out of here. EJ, this is the Andrew Perloffification of sports. NL West champions. Which is funny because Perloff really rails against the in-season tournament and raising the banner. But NL West, I'm sure you're fine with that. Well, yeah, I know. I, I just think there's something kind of harmless about the Dodgers. I hate harmless. The, they just pulled one over on all of baseball. They're cute. The evil Empire cute. Yankees used to drive me crazy, and I feel none of that energy towards the Dodgers. I mean, it's kind of like Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw was a gigantic postseason disappointment, but who doesn't like Clayton Kershaw? Eight five five. Seems like such a nice guy. Two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. You're welcome to weigh in on Otani and Yamamoto now together with the Dodgers, the super duper team. I mean, EJ, there's got to be a Marvel Avengers. What are they? Well, that's I mean, the thing too. Who's the evil Avengers? Uh, the the Masters of Evil. There you go. The you Masters can of talk Evil. About Talking about this all you want. The, the fact is the Dodgers have not separated themselves talent-wise with these two signings. Not, by no means. We have a very important question, actually, in our chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Where P. Wade is asking if Perloff is going to wear that holiday sweater to jury duty. Yeah, so the jury duty. I'm on grand jury duty. We all decided to wear holiday sweaters today. So no, you the, guys are. Yeah, we're, we're becoming a team. <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's like Stockholm syndrome. You're going to become friends yeah, with all the bailiffs and the judges. None of us and liked stuff. each other the first week, and now the bonds have formed. And You're it's all a, wearing it's a, holiday sweaters. We're all wearing holiday sweaters. Everyone's bringing cookies. I have, a, I have a very important question: Who should feel better? That the juries will win holiday sweaters. Defendants, or oh, the plaintiffs. You gotta be the defendant. <laughs> That's a good lenient. question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lenient on taking, the defendant. Right? Yeah. It's like, hey, come on. He just stole a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good kid. It's Christmas. They call no, it the 12 festive point. men. There, uh, there <laughs> are no defendants because it's a grand jury, but still, yeah. 
Uh, it is, you're right. This is a good day to commit a crime in New York City because <laughs> we're letting you go. No, I do, <laughs> I've, I've eaten six Hershey Kiss cookies and I am ready to acquit. Yeah. Uh, you are charged with third degree felony assault, but hey, have a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> you are charged with second degree ho ho hoing. Eight five five two one two. Sorry. Actually, yeah, that's a. I don't know if that that's a different court that that goes to. <laughs> third degree ho ho hoing. <laughs> Listen, it's New York. Uh, all right. Eight five five two one two four CBS. I'm sorry, I'm a child. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. You got to stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. It's sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Oh, I know this. This is the Oh, I know, song I know, I know. Home, Home Alone. Alone. I think we split it. I get the point. I, I give you both the points because you guys got it right at the time. There Same we time. go. Carlos is uh, quizzing us songs that are attached to Christmas movies. This is Home Alone 2, right, in New York? No, this is one. Now you're getting cute. That's Home Alone 1. Hey, by the oh. way, so you guys know one of the things that people dislike about me the most is that I like sequels. Yes. But this is this is where you lose me. To say Home Alone 2 is better oh, than Home no Alone way. Original. Home you... Alone 2 is definitely better oh, than Carlos, 1. Oh, Carlos, you're Wait, lost what? in the woods, my friend. Come to the light. It's not... Home Alone 1 is so iconic. Home Alone 2 is a New York movie, and they just do the same stuff. Maggie, this is not a hot take. 99% of people on Earth like Home Alone 1. I don't I know where you're coming people. from, Carlos. Yeah, sorry, Carlos. I'm no, off, listen, off I, I, I didn't even watch this. I wasn't in New York yet. I lived in Chicago, and I still love 2 over 1. Well... First of all, I mean, listen, that's rough. The odds of Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern running into him in New York are so infinitesimally small. <laughs> the actual holes in the, the plot. logistics of Home Alone Two are too much for me. Eight five five two one two. And worst CBS. worst mother of all time. She's up there, hands down. I yeah. mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'd probably get some side eye at the uh, you know pickup at school if I lost my kid twice. I'll be real though. Uh, the mother in Lion King also not the greatest. Wait, yeah, what? But it's animals. Wait, well, they're still mothers. What did she do wrong? She had Simba was just running around the the jungle as a little pup, the going mothers. up against hyenas while Mufasa was trying to run, run, you know, Pride Rock. No, no, and, no. And, and and the mom's like, "Hey, yo, mom, I'm gonna go chill with my homie." And then like, "Okay, go have fun." Sounds and then exactly like he's going mom. into <laughs> antelopes, and his dad's getting killed trying to save him. I mean, yeah, but the women have to hunt in the Lion Pride. I'm dead <laughs> yes. serious. I've, I've so thought they, about they this didn't a explain lot. that in that movie. I yeah, know, I mean, she was parent. busy. She's a working mom, guys. She's definitely a working mom. She's got two jobs. Yeah, the men just sit around all day with lions, and the women do all I mean, the work. Simba, so I think that's unfair. Simba, Take it up with the patriarchy, EJ. I mean, Sheesh. Look, I'm being real. Simba, the reason Mufasa died is not even Simba. It's Scar. No. It's, Scar it's, sold him out? No, it's Mufasa's wife. Simba goes wow. to her and says, yo, I want to go hang out and, and go into the jungle. You're dying he's on like, this hill by yourself. I think you need that. to go to a therapist for this. This is really deep. Like, did you see the same movie that we saw? Did Man. Simba not go to his mom and say, let me go. Can I go run out of there? And she's like, all right, sure, go ahead. And then no, but she was at least cautious. Listen, she's a working mom. She can't be a helicopter parent. Sometimes you got to be a latchkey kid, okay? Sometimes you got to come home. You got to turn the TV on for yourself and pour yourself your own milk. It happens. 
She's look, just an 80s mom. She look, wasn't a The Home Alone mom, mom is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a 90s movie, but uh, sure. The Home Alone mom, nobody got killed. Oh, no, yeah, well, but there was multiple attempts on a 10-year-old's life. Somebody almost died. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were about to shoot him. Actually, I don't think it was a great position they left him well, in. Well, the other part, too, is, I mean, Daniel Stern got an iron to the face. <laughs> He probably should have died from that. Definitely had a concussion. <laughs> that, that was a bad like day. Oh, yeah, and electrocuted. Thank you. That the, is true. The New York one, though, does have, uh, not to bring this up, but Donald Trump has a, a does scene. Does make a cameo. And uh, that, that makes it too somewhat notable. Yeah, the Plaza Hotel, right? Yeah, yeah. And Which, uh, I don't know if he'd be let in there right now. The hotel, <laughs> no one has ever hated anyone. Like, the hotel employees hated Macaulay Culkin. Oh, they were so tired Which of that kid. it was so good. No, no. How, you, oh, Bogus. does anyone cry at the end of Home Alone 1 when the elderly neighbor oh, hugs his grandkids? It's a must-cry situation. Oh, oh but, but the ending at part two was better with the pigeon lady uh, get, nah. get the gift from Kevin. Oh, you guys are all yeah, I wasn't into the pigeon lady. There's probably someone actually living at the... Where was it? At the... Met? No, where it was, is she it was like some what? It was like some Phantom of the Opera kind of. Uh, yeah, deal. I think it was the Metropolitan Opera. I yeah, something right. like she like that. Lived or, in the attic or yeah. something like that. That's probably real, yo. There's probably a couple people living up there. Housing prices are nuts right now. And that being said, I don't think they were as lovable as she was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably not as. Happy. I don't think it's uh, who you want your ten year old kid hanging yeah, out come with in New to York. Me. Uh, it doesn't Chicago. end like that. It ends oh, with she's someone's. She's a bird lady. She's harmless. You know who's really at fault, by the way, is a teenage daughter who had to count the kids in the van in the first one. That she gets a lot of heat on social media. She should. I mean, Actually, I think that's you who's gone after her before. <laughs> it's the neighbor. <laughs> Clearly, it's the annoying neighbor who was get counted instead of Kevin. All right, I think we've properly done that. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go quickly to Scott, who's in San Francisco. Scott, I don't know if I'm believing in reading this correctly. You are a Giants fan, and you're okay with what the Dodgers are doing? No, I didn't say it was okay. Okay. I said brilliant move. Ah. Yeah, they're just it, – it's they've deferred all that money to Otani to buy their team. Now, I don't know if you remember when Magic Johnson signed his contract in L.A. back in the day. The only people that came and congratulated us on a brilliant move were bankers. <laughs> yes. It was you like know, $1 million a year for 25 years or something like that, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's brilliant. He deferred all that, and he got his money back in the end. You know, the problem I have with all of this is this is pricing the fan out of the stadium. Yeah. No doubt. You know, when I was a kid growing up in L.A., I used to go to Dodger Stadium and get in to see a game for 50 cents. The premier baseball palace in all of baseball. And 50 cents. Now, to get it was 50 seat, cents, but the Ticketmaster fee was $150. <laughs> Ticketmaster didn't exist. Yeah. You know, now it's 50 bucks to go to a bleacher seat. Like, I, it's, it's ridiculous. And now, in order for me to go to take my family to a game, I got to cash in the remainder of my 401 <laughs> I yeah. know. Scott, it's funny because, and thank you for the call and making that good point, because that's kind of the, the irony of this whole thing, right? Otani, why does he do this? Why does he take all this deferred money? Why does he take a quote-unquote team-friendly deal? So they can sign more people, right? And so they can right. bring a winner to the Dodgers. But oddly, it doesn't make it easier for fans to get in the building mm. when the payroll is this high because the beer prices are going to go up. Uh, the ticket prices, obviously, because there's going to be so much demand. All the merch, everything that you want, it's going to go up. So 
it's it's the double-edged sword. He wants to bring joy to the Dodger fans, but yet it's going to be harder for those fans to actually watch him in person. The average Dodger ticket last season was $171. That's wild. Well, okay. The average ticket. But now, so that's not that's not get-in price. That's the average ticket price. But I think Dodgers fans are still happy, though. You can watch it on TV. I think they would take well, the, the owner. The owners want you on TV anyway. They, don't, yeah. they care less about you coming than anything else. Well, that was crazy because for a while, do you guys remember when there was a huge contract dispute between, what was it, Spectrum and... Oh, uh, right. Yeah, I, I don't remember massive. who, forgive me, yeah. and you couldn't watch Dodger yeah. games. Like, Vince Scully Direct was TV, not maybe. on. I think it might have been Direct in TV, LA. but it was a huge deal. Yeah, that was, that was, but I think Dodgers fans, most of them would take that bargain because it's already crazy expensive. I, I hate how much it costs because you didn't even talk about it. If you want to get food, you go, I'll, I'll go, I, I got the hot dogs, everybody. You come back and you just spend $97 on <laughs> two crazy. bottles of water and two hot dogs. Honestly, and the other thing too about a beer, it's like you can, you're paying crazy amounts and it's not like you're getting some fancy, it's like Bud Light, Miller Light, all that stuff. It's, you're not, you know. Yeah, that kind of fits baseball. I, I, I wouldn't, fine, but. I, I don't, the odds, you know, anybody who orders like a fancy craft beer at a baseball stadium, well, that's kind of lame. I'm saying <laughs> that if you want a Miller Lite and nachos and a helmet, yeah. it's setting you back. Like you're, yeah. like you said, with the hot dogs, <laughs> you're, like a, you're in for a hondo. Yeah. I guess that's why City Field, I don't feel as bad because at least they try to give you somewhat. I don't want to call it gourmet, but that specialty foods. And oh. I think some of these stadiums are trying to do that. So okay, and they charge you at the yin yang for also, that the, stuff. The yeah, line, but, the line of the City Field food is it takes a half hour get to get a hot dog. You gotta get there early. I mean, that's what me and my girlfriend do. We try to get there half hour for first pitch. I don't know about the concession lines at Dodger Stadium. I'm not sure how long they are, but they're oh. prohibitive. Uh, by places. the way, the bathrooms at City Field not great either. Uh, huge lines. Steve Ballmer is the ultimate owner of the Clippers. Like he, yes, he <laughs> charges a lot, but the Disney building ten thousand bathrooms Every, in his new stadium. It's all about the bathrooms. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't even care about the talent on his roster anymore. He's like, yeah, but I built those extra bathrooms. People are like, yeah. <laughs> this is a guy who's got a weak bladder or something. He's like, this is personal to me. Well, no. you should be thrilled because of the women's line that games is insane. No, this is the only place where women have the advantage when it comes to bathrooms. There's no line. I'm in and out. Oh, it's There's not events? enough women oh. at these games. The men oh. get totally screwed at these games. Women, it's like, we're having a party at You there. go to a Broadway show at the intermission, the women's line is a mile long. Yeah, I, I know, to, because it takes us legit five years to go to the bathroom. Yeah, That's when just I went to Mariah, Mariah Christmas, it was it looked like it looked like they were selling Jordans outside. Like, <laughs> it was crazy at MSG. <laughs> New iPhones in there. Yeah. <laughs> what are you all talking about in there? It's like nothing. Uh, Bogus is here with headlines. Hello. Hello again. So on a personal note, at least he's not a Yankee, and he didn't listen to Bryce Harper's Phillies pitch, uh, but Yoshinobu Yamamoto ain't a Met either. The prized Japanese righty joining forces we've been discussing all morning with Shohei Otani on the Dodgers. The 25-year-old gets a 12-year, $325 million deal in L.A. That is the longest and richest contract ever for a pitcher and it means the Dodgers have spent $1.025 billion on two players this offseason. As you've heard, there is no deferred money in this agreement, so L.A. will pay Yamamoto now and then Otani afterwards. And then there are the Rams still rolling, despite a visit from those pesky Saints on Thursday Night Football. Rams in the pistol, Stafford looks to his right, brings Cup in motion, hands off left, Kyron Williams veers to his right, to the five, leaping to the end zone! That seems rude. J.B. Long on Rams Radio. Kyron Williams running for 104 yards and that score. Matthew Stafford 
threw for 328, two touchdowns, and a 30-22 home win. LA's won five of six overall, four straight in LA. They are the sixth seed in the NFC at the moment. This was a 10-7 game late second quarter. That's when Derek Carr and the Saints couldn't convert on fourth down. The Rams then drove for six just before intermission. Carr on what could have been. It's just hard and frustrating when it happens like this late in the year because like, dang, like... You know, we, we needed that one, and so it makes it hard. Uh, but, you know, man, I'm going to be positive and keep keep pushing, keep fighting. Dang. The Saints are now Stop seven. Stop throwing interceptions and all the time. Stop missing wide-open receivers. Yeah. yeah Maybe we catch all it said dang. Uh, Stop being coached by Dennis Allen. There's we'll also help. that. There you go. Uh, the Bengals have finally ruled out Jamar Chase for tomorrow's game with the Steelers because of his shoulder injury. The Saints yet to officially name Geno Smith their starting QB for this weekend, but he has put in back-to-back full practices in Seattle. While Victor Webanyama was scoring a season-low seven points in the Spurs' 21st loss in 22 games, 114-95 in Chicago, Chet Holmgren was doing this. Holmgren, little up and under, off the backboard! Chet Holmgren set it up for himself. Much like Perloff yeah. on a Saturday morning in Brooklyn, Holmgren <laughs> going self-alley-oop. The underhand scoop from the free throw line, caught it, dunked it. He's the true oh, rookie of the year. I Can I tell you right now, I've been I've been playing up Chet Holmgren's skill level all year to try and convince people not to vote for Victor Wembanyama rookie of the year. Last night after that play, I think I I think Chet Holmgren's legit. I'm not even making this up anymore. That dude is special. <laughs> well, I I saw that. I was like, oh no, Perloff is going to win this bet. He's not going to have to drive to San Antonio to apologize to Wemby for calling him Wembust Yama. Because well, it's not of, done yet, but well, yeah. But Holmgren just had his moment. Like yeah, I, but yes, there's a lot of basketball left. Who knows that both of, both those guys weigh about 180 pounds? Who knows if they'll even be <laughs> we there? We haven't even March. got to Christmas yet, which is like the unofficial start of NBA. Yeah. Yeah. You, got, you got plenty of time to mess I'm this up. I'm sad about this though. I really want Perloff to have to drive to San Antonio. Well, why don't I, drive? I want Bogish to be hiding in his suitcase and <laughs> or like in the Barbie movie, the Reverse Home Alone. You didn't forget me. <laughs> Here I am. Like the Barbie movie when she's driving to the real world and all of a sudden up pops Ryan Gosling, Ken from the back seat. That's gonna be Bogish. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very similar. Thank you for the comparison. <laughs> You're our Ken. Yes. Yeah, I gotta be honest, ads. driving to OKC to say hi to Chet Holmgren, that's a long drive. That's near nowhere. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh Perloff, just to let you know, Oklahoma, north of Texas. It's no, I I know, but you Texas I can come down, go through New Orleans, see a bunch of friends over there. I have a whole path that I've already uh, <laughs> planned to go <laughs> through OKC. Okay. Yeah, I have to go kind of cut through Chicago. It's just not the same ride. Yeah, it's not about distance, it's the people. Yeah, which is apparently why Bogish can't come. Right. Because Perloff's got too many friends and he he doesn't want to have to explain why Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's so good to see you. It's been so long. Hey, uh, who's this guy? Oh, that's bogus. Don't worry. He just no, get, no, get him a beer and, and throw it, show Andrew. him a TV. You have to tell has, that's Andrew also. He just has to use the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, is it possible he could shower at your place? Yeah. No, but yeah. again, I'm, I'm low maintenance. Just crack a window and I'll stay in the car. It's fine. Like, like a puppet. Yeah. It's fine. Bogus. I guess yeah, going down, uh, going down the highway with bogus. Sticking his head out the window. Be like, yeah. <laughs> just walking We're in the morning car. and at night. I'll be fine. It's going to be July, man. <laughs> it's going to be hot. You can't leave Bogus in the car. You'll overheat. 
Uh, where were we? Oh, Holmgren, by the way, did have 23 points, six boards, and seven assists. So, yeah, he's wow. good. The Thunder beat the Clippers 134-115 to end LA's nine-game win streak. Uh, the Pelicans must really think Zion is... Like Casegas will go. Because the Athletic found out <laughs> that the last three years of Zion's contract no longer guaranteed because it only played 29 games last season. So New Orleans could cut bait after the 24-25 campaign with no financial punishment. However, Zion can re-guarantee those years through playing enough games and hitting certain weight checkpoints. Man, I got to tell Oof. you, we, we've been talking about the Dodgers being smart and Otani with L's deferments and, you know, put a yoke yoke on the rest of uh, Major League Baseball. Whoever wrote up that Zion contract was also extremely smart. Well, was that Zion's David agent wasn't smart, but no, the, the Pelicans... The Pelicans yeah. got one over on Zion in this one. To put the game limit and the weight stuff in there, I mean, damn, they knew who they were dealing with. Unless you really, unless you think Zion actually wants to get out of Oh, he can't wait New to get Orleans out of there, and, and I gotta tell himself. you, I know that he's targeting the Knicks, but oh, but I love Zion in Philly. I cannot... You guys Why do you folk- think he all of a sudden would be able to keep his weight in check or be yeah. more available for Well, because he's, gonna, he's still a very young player, He's only 23. That. that maybe he has a second act where he's more mature. That, that's my thinking. Uh, then, But they got to get him before he turns 30 because then he'll lose all that explosiveness. Well, I'm sure going to Philly where you complain about Joel Embiid's yeah. weight basically once a week. Are they well, going to hit the treadmill together? We right. had Barkley. Barkley kind of fixed his body in Philly. And you handled Ben Simmons so well. So if Zion has <laughs> any sympathy, he's going to the right place. That's yeah, exactly. That, that was a Ben Simmons problem. That was not a Philadelphia problem. Okay. Don't bring up Ben Simmons. I, I I will stop making fun of the Mets not getting Yamamoto as long as you guys don't bring up Ben Simmons. No deal. Did I mention, by the way, that Ben Simmons will be reevaluated in two weeks by the Nets because of his current back <laughs> issue? That was I, also news, love, I, think I also love, by the way, how whenever it's a guy going to the Knicks, it's, oh, he's going to be fat and old and awful. But with a sixer, he's like, he'd be great. He's rejuvenated. Second awesome. act. He's not going to be fat. I mean, just... Uh, isn't usually a 34-year-old point guard who's seen his better days at the Knicks sign. They don't get the fat guys. They get the 6'2 guys. Oh, no, they watch. signed 26-year-old point guards who are going to make their All-Star game this year. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing really bad in free agency. Oh, yeah. How many rings did Kemba get there? I mean, or, or, did they ever get Kemba? I can't even remember. You're talking about Kemba Walker. How, who's starting now? Oh, okay. Yeah. Jalen Brunson. <laughs> oh, Jalen Brunson. And, Eastern Conference played a week, couple weeks ago. And Jalen Brunson, uh, a guy who all he does is dribble the ball all game long, and that's going to work in the playoffs. You just had James Harden, and now you have Tyrese Maxey. You're talking about guys dribbling all over the place. No, but Maxey doesn't dribble. Maxey passes the ball. He is not a dribble. He passes it, then runs around and zips around. He's a, he's a great team player. Oh, Knicks, Sixers happen in the playoffs. It's got to happen. brewing around here. It's got to happen. I smell show bet. Oh, I love Add it to the docket. It's like EJ signed Jalen Brunson. Yes. It's like he's Leon Rose. I, I love it. Leon Rose is producing our radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Brunson, regular season player. That is the oh, worst take you've ever done on this I, show. I don't know if that's true. When Luca was out in the playoffs true. in Dallas, I think high that was usage, really good. High usage. You got to pass the ball to win in the playoffs. So how it works. He was good against the Cavs he last year. He literally made his money because of what he did in the playoffs. And high usage. High usage point guards. They win a lot of regular season games. We'll see. And the, uh, name the guy who's won a title that style. That has not happened. And John Morant's even a bigger case. Derrick Rose, Allen Iverson. You don't win an NBA title by dribbling and shooting all day long at point guard. That's all I'll say. I wonder if our white elephant party later is like, did someone get someone <laughs> like a Julius Randle rookie card? Yeah, I'm about to change this gift that's in his gift bag. <laughs> <laughs> and just ensure that Perloff gets it. Uh, okay, so we are going to do our white elephant party. We're going to do it on the air. We're going to do that in about an hour. What did we get for each other? 
coal or something else. I don't know. Just kidding. Um, 855-212-4CBS. Your calls on Yoshinobu Yamamoto signing with the Dodgers. I've got a thought on the contract aspect of this and how it relates to Shohei in just a moment. Also, we've got Jerry Jones sound for you. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're making a bit of this. This is no longer a bit. This is flat out yeah, this is so nasty. Gross. I hate everyone. All right, well, I know what the clip was from. That was me eating a jar of jelly. One of the great moments from the Maggie and Perloff show of 2023. I have no idea what this song is, Oh, yeah. You, anybody get this one? It's like plus 10,000 oh, points. We're trying to do songs that are from Christmas movies. Is this Die Hard? Ooh, no. But, I always think you Die Hard, but this is not, clearly not. There's no song like this in Die Hard. Yeah, no. You, you're, you're sort of on the right track, but it's not Die Hard. Top Gun? <laughs> Is that a Christmas That's movie? a Christmas movie? <laughs> I don't know. It was L.A. I didn't know what season it was. All right. I mean, think Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. oh, Jingle All the Way? There you go. I never saw it. I never yeah, saw no it. Credit, I but you got the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 855-212-4CBS. Perloff yeah. continues. It's it's like you're getting a check from him or something. This no, love no. of Matthew Stafford. It's I get not it. love of Matthew Stafford. It's common night. sense. Okay, what? Tell me. So last night was a love fest. Kirk Herb shooting down Michaels for Matthew Stafford. And why not? The guy was throwing sidearm passes 30 yards down the field like it was nothing. He is, okay, he's 35, I believe. Let me double check that. Uh, yeah, he's he, 35. So let's say he plays five more years until he's 40. Then five years after that, first ballot Hall of Famer. Not just a Hall of Famer, no. first ballot. He sits at 11th on EJ the all-time. Just walking out of the office. He sits at 11th on the all-time passing list right now. He's going, he's at 55,000 yards. He will probably end up fifth in the all-time passing list. And yards right now mean less and less and less. This is an era where the offense has so much of an advantage. Even Tom Brady is out here telling you that this is, like, not right. A top-five all-time passer with a Super Bowl ring they're going to who's well-liked and actually has been a tough, pretty tough kid, a guy throughout his career— there is no way he does not make it into the Hall okay, of Fame. This is not an anti-Stafford take. I don't want to be misconstrued, but he is not a Hall of Famer with one ring. 
Guys, one Pro Bowl appearance. One, according to Pro Football Reference. Yep. Uno. You're not getting in with that. He's you shouldn't get in with that. Let me let me rephrase. You should not get in with that. No, I think I think all these quarterbacks are going to get in, and they deserve to. Quarterback is the most important position on the field. He touches the ball on every play. Matthew Stafford. I, I think when it's all said and done, people are going to look back way more positively. He was stuck in Detroit. With one of the best wide receivers of all time. Well, listen, people were wondering, is Calvin Johnson a Hall of Famer? And I'm like, you're insane. Well, Anyone they who put watched, him in. They put him in, from, and he had no success because everyone knew he was stuck in Detroit. Same with Barry. So Stafford's going to get that love, too. He's a Hall of Fame-level quarterback. Okay, he's a very good quarterback. Which is enough to get you into the Hall of Fame. But that's not right because it's also never been easier to play quarterback, quote-unquote, easier. I know it's hard and it's a collision sport, but it's never been, quote-unquote, easier to play quarterback and to rack up those kind of yards and impressive numbers. One-time quarterback, a one-time winner with in this era and a one-time Pro Bowler, that means in amongst his peers, year by year, he was not considered the best in his conference. So what else are you going to do? You also can't say this is the most important. This is the era where the quarterback is most important and then explain away why he was a loser for like a decade. You can't do that. Well, he actually won a surprising amount of games in Detroit for Detroit. Right. How many playoff games did he win? One? Yeah, but I mean, it's Detroit. Okay, here's going to be the guys who are ahead of him on the all-time passing list. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre. Assuming, and he could catch all those guys as well. If he's fifth behind that four, you're going to tell me that you're going to leave him off the okay, list? Okay, but, but from the time he retires there's nobody, as fifth there's to no the one, time when theoretically he would get into the Hall of Fame, I bet more guys will end up passing him because the yards are not the thing anymore. There's nobody even close. Russell Wilson is the next closest active player. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is ahead of him, by the way. But Russell Wilson, and he's... 14,000 yards behind him. There's no active play. Guys are not accumulating that, those kind of yards. Stafford did, to his credit, in the 2000, the late 2000s, 2010s, guys were throwing for 5,000 yards like it was nothing. Yeah, but Perloff, he's a one-time Pro Bowler, let alone he's never been an MVP. He wasn't Super Bowl MVP. That was Cooper Cup. He doesn't have enough of the accolades here. He's comeback player of the year, so good for him coming back from an injury. But, like, if, if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, and to be honest... If he wins two, he'll get in because Eli's getting in and all that. But, like, he needs another Super Bowl to get in. Minimum. The, those numbers when he retires are going to be overwhelming. Unless he gets hurt. And, and overrated. Maybe. But, I mean, the guys behind him are also going to get in. I mean, I, I have a bad news for you. Matt Ryan's getting in. Phillip Rivers is getting in. At least in. Matt Ryan was an MVP. Maybe I can squint. I mean, I don't think Matt Ryan should be in. But at least he's an MVP. I know MVP doesn't mean you're automatically yeah. in, but MVP in a Super Bowl appearance, I'll tell you what, the guy sitting, you know, 50 feet from us, Boomer Esiason, MVP of the league, Super Bowl appearance, lost in a close Super Bowl, not in. 855-212-4CBS. Not all these guys should be in. 855-212-4227. Coming up, how one college football program may just detonate the entire college football system as we know it. Guys, this stuff is getting exciting. We got all the details for you next. Maggie Proloff. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.